Hi everyone, welcome back to the Desi Crime Podcast. I'm Ashwarya, your host for this episode. And I'm Aryan. Before we start the case for today, we want you all to go over to our Patreon and subscribe for amazing exclusive features and content like merch, video calls with us, an extra episode every month, a private Facebook group where we discuss crime, and so much more. To help the podcast out and to avail these awesome benefits, go to www.patreon.com slash desicrime and select a tier that works for you. We can't wait for all of you to join. The case we have for you today is about a man who made paranormal investigation mainstream in India and documented spirits, apparitions, ghosts and other events that can only be described as supernatural. This is the story of the founder of India's first paranormal society who fell prey to the very negative forces he was trying to uncover. This is the story of Gautam Tiwari. This is one of those cases, Ashwara, where I'd love to be the co-host because I know how much you love horror movies and stories about the paranormal and going to the graveyards and stuff like that. And I think this case is for everyone like you. You introduced me to, you know, horror movies and BuzzFeed's Unsolved and things that absolutely make you binge watch horror. And this episode <laughs> is exactly that. I completely agree with you on this, Aryan. A lot of this case is incredibly spooky and deals with what is, so to say, not of this world. And I think that's absolutely terrifying. Our listeners loved Burari and how it had an element of the paranormal. And so I knew this would be the perfect case to cover next. All right, enough talking. <laughs> Take us right into it. This story starts in 2006 in a small little apartment in Florida in the United States an apartment rented by Gaurav Tiwari. Gaurav Tiwari, an Indian student at the Orlando Flight Training Academy. Gaurav had come to the US to attend flying school and eventually returned to India to become a commercial pilot. Gaurav had loving and caring parents back in India who had worked hard their entire life to be able to give their son the education he wanted. They were proud that Gaurav had made his way all the way to the US to attend flying school and follow his dreams of becoming a pilot. Initially, in his apartment in Florida, things were going great for Gaurav. He was having fun, he was making new friends in a new country, he was getting used to a completely different way of living, and he loved being there. However, slowly things started to change. Unexplainable events started taking place around Gaurav's apartment. When he would fall asleep at night, he would suddenly wake up to noises coming from within the house, 
noises he had never heard before and noises he just couldn't explain since he was the only person living in that apartment time and time again at random moments in the apartment while reading a book on his bed or while eating breakfast on his dining table he would feel like there was someone sitting right next to him initially gorav who had never believed in ghosts prior to this ignored what he was feeling naturally like any of us when you feel these kind of feelings in a completely new environment you ignore what you're seeing he brushed his feelings aside and kept going about his regular life but eventually his feelings became too strong to overcome when he just couldn't ignore these feelings any longer gorav reached out to his friends who had lived in this building since even before he had moved here and he reached out to the very person who had sold him this apartment and from all of these people he heard a similar story the people that had lived in this apartment before gorav had also complained of the same feeling after a few months of living here i'm an international student like you ashwara in the us and if i felt something remotely similar to a presence in my room which was a, a recurring thing i would change apartments there is no way i'm taking the risk i know and that's exactly what i first thought when i was reading this i'm like gorav is about to run out of this apartment any time now but actually gorav didn't do that what he did was the exact opposite of that he slowly and slowly became more interested in trying to understand the reason behind the things he was experiencing he wanted to know do ghosts and spirits really exist do the dead return to talk to those who are still alive who do the spirits in his house belong to he now more than ever started to take note of the things that were happening around him he noticed every single time he would hear someone laugh from one end of the house he would notice every single time he felt like someone came and sat right next to him on his bed he would notice every time when a light that he had previously turned off would now be turned on gorav became obsessed with trying to find answers he dove deep into the internet to read the stories of thousands and thousands of other people who had experienced similar or even worse incidents that they thought were caused by the spirits or ghosts of those who were now dead after months and months of doing this gorav decided he no longer wanted to be a pilot he knew his parents like any other desi parents would be disappointed and he knew it would seem like he wasted lots of time and lots of money but he just knew he could no longer continue studying to be a pilot he wanted to dedicate the rest of his life to trying to understand ghosts and spirits by becoming one of india's first paranormal investigators gorov's parents initially were disappointed they didn't believe in ghosts or spirits and thought their son was wasting his energy trying to be something that would end nowhere but gorov had decided he was going to join a paranormal investigation course in the united states at the imhs metaphysics institute in florida from where he would become a certified paranormal investigator as well as a ufo field investigator It's been 2 years since Gorov dropped out of flying school. By now it's 2009 and Gorov has completed a detailed course in paranormal investigation. After 3 years of staying in the United States, he finally decides to come back to New Delhi, India 
He knows India doesn't have a paranormal society or paranormal investigators the way the US or England does. Okay, question. I get reading about ghosts as a hobby, you know, like a fascination with aliens or something. But what in the hell, n- no pun intended, <laughs> is paranormal research or a paranormal society? All right. So paranormal research, Aryan, began in the 18th century in the United Kingdom with organizations like the Society for Psychical Research. One of the world's most famous paranormal investigators, Harry Price, was a member of this society. In 1940, Price was called to investigate the Borley Rectory, a house built in 1863 that had been named, quote, the most haunted house in England. Ever since 1863, locals of the town spoke of how they would experience unexplained footsteps coming from the house late in the night. In the 1900s, four daughters of the then occupants of the house claimed they saw a nun standing on the lawn of the house but then she disappeared when they tried to talk to her these were the kind of cases that the paranormal society dealt with eventually by the 1900s the united states had one of its biggest paranormal investigation organization called the atlantic paranormal society by this time the country was also home to the world's most well-known paranormal investigators ed and lorraine warren the husband and wife that inspired the movies conjuring and annabel India however by now did not have a concept like this India was home to babas or self-proclaimed god people and many of them claimed to be able to speak to the dead and exorcise spirits but a large part of the country distrusted them it wasn't a well respected interesting profession to be a sadhu the way it was to be a paranormal investigator so gorov knew when he was entering india to start a career in the field that he was entering a sphere of work that hardly existed but by 2008 and 2009 something had changed in the indian news news channels had for the first time ever moved away from covering serious news segments and started segments about paranormal cases from across india the news channels realized that the indian audiences loved these stories the nation had a fascination with the paranormal and slowly and slowly all news channels began their own segments segments like haunted place and aghori i remember watching these on aaj tak and yep. you know uh, india today shows like that yep. <laughs> exactly yep. your parents would probably remember this this meant that while nothing like a paranormal investigator had existed before this By 2009 by the time Gorer was actually entering India again it would have become the best time to start After coming to India Gorer suddenly became famous he became a regular on many MTV shows and if you look at his pictures now and think you've seen him somewhere MTV is probably it He appeared on MTV Girls Night Out which was India's first paranormal reality show which also won the best reality show award in the Asian Television Awards. He then appeared on MTV Heat Ticket where he guided a contestant on the show to the Bhangar Fort located in Rajasthan, considered one of the world's most haunted location. In fact, Bhangar is considered so haunted, the Archaeological Survey of India has prohibited visitors from going there after sunset. Here is a portion of his trip to Bhangar to spend the night there. and hopefully capture a presence ya koi bhi ek shabd bole is radio ke sare kya rani ratnavati aa rahi thi 
क्या तांत्रिक सिंगिया आसपास है हमारे इसके लिए में कोई है जो हमसे बात करना चाहेगा या जिसे हमारा आना यहाँ पसंद नहीं है अगर कोई भी है तो आप इस रेडियो के सारे हमसे बोल सकते हैं Gaurav by this time became so known to the famous media circles of India that he also received two roles in movies one in the movie Tango Charlie with Ajay Devgan and Sanjay Dutt and the second in the movie 16 December next to Milind Soman and Gulshan Grover eventually in India Gaurav starts something nobody had ever done before he sets up the Paranormal Society of India and takes over as its president Slowly and slowly the membership of the paranormal society grows and more and more people plagued by and interested in paranormal activities from across India joined the organization. Over time Gaurav had toured almost 6000 of the world's most haunted locations Jesus. with some of the world's biggest paranormal investigators and had been on some of the most famous paranormal reality shows of the time. Abroad Gaurav became a cast member of the well-known paranormal reality TV show called Haunting Australia. In one of the episodes of the series, Gaurav and his fellow cast members visit a morgue. The plan is for Gaurav to lie down inside one of the storage units in the morgue with nothing but a torch and a thermal imaging camera which paranormal investigators used at the time to shoot footage when they were in the dark. Gaurav lies down on the stretchers of the morgue with dead bodies all around him. His crew members push the stretcher inside and leave the morgue for a full 24 hours, leaving Gaurav alone to try and communicate with the spirits that might lurk there. Gaurav is inside the storage unit in the dark all alone now. Sometime during the night, Gaurav begins to hear noises coming from within the room. He hears tapping sounds around him and there's no possible explanation for them. While these noises aren't loud, Gaurav tries to reach out to the spirits he thinks are there. He asks questions, asks them to respond or cause movement in the room, but after hours and hours of trying, he gets no concrete evidence. His 24 hours inside the morgue end. His crew members arrive the next morning and find him freezing from the cold that's maintained in the morgue but they learn that the mission of trying to capture a spirit was unsuccessful. Gaurav is disappointed and dejected but he doesn't give up. He had come all the way to Australia not to give up but to prove definitively that spirits do exist. The next haunted location that Gaurav and his crew members find is an old prison called the old geelong jail in victoria australia while only four executions ever took place in this jail there were 500 confirmed deaths within its walls caused by the inmates killing each other the prison is also said to be home to the ghost of a violent prisoner named percy ramage who appears in his cell even today to many visitors as a 7 foot tall shadow despite having died in the 1900s 
people that live around the prison and those who visited it have seen full body apparitions heard footsteps when they were alone in the jail and felt someone come close to their ear and whisper something to to verify these very stories see them for himself and capture them on camera gorov and his crew go over to the gilong jail the moment gorov enters the jail he starts by taking pictures from every single angle of every single building he can see in front of him in the hope that maybe the film will catch something the naked eye can't he and his crew make their way into the prison and enter the jail cells where once someone was killed and where they can even today hear the sounds of people talking there too Gorov takes pictures of everything he can see. After hours and hours of touring the jail and clicking photographs, Gorov and his crew make their way out of the prison to look back through the photographs and see if they've caught something. They start looking through the hundreds of photos and videos, but initially there's nothing. Nothing in the first photo, nothing in the second photo, nothing in the third photo. until suddenly he realizes he sees something in a picture of a jail corridor in this photograph of the corridor lit up with a pinkish red light in the distance gorov can see standing a man gorov remembers the corridor being completely empty the jail was left vacant for the crew to come and shoot in but in the distance he can see what looks like a black silhouette of a man standing right outside a jail cell aran i want you to see this picture and all of you listeners you too can see this picture on our instagram and twitter at desi crime aran have a look at it and tell me what you think okay i'll be honest i am not a believer right i don't believe in spirits and apparitions or the afterlife as such but seeing this picture there there is something about it i mean that it has a humanoid figure to it that black thing in the background but right. that could be anything that could be a shadow i mean couldn't maybe maybe to you it looks like a shadow but to gorov this looked like the spirit of a prison guard standing exactly outside a jail cell just the way a prison guard would have stood many hundred years ago in his video recording of the same scene gorov notices the figure of the man suddenly disappear into the air in another video of a different corridor of the jail cell he sees what looks like a man's silhouette right in front of the camera lens and then suddenly disappear exactly the way the apparition of the prison guard did here is an audio of gorov in the jail cell in australia talking about what he saw during his spirit photography session gorav reviews the results at surveillance central what's that it's like a humanoid shape well is there someone standing here zooming in they discover someone or something is definitely lurking in the darkness and i see a full body apparition or a human being standing there but there was no human being as such Aaj tak reporter Shams Tahir Khan who had met Gorov shortly after he returned from Australia 
has seen this footage first hand and claims he has never seen anything like it in his life. After Gaurav's return to India from Australia, a number of news channels reach out to him and the newly founded Paranormal Society of India and ask them to accompany the reporters to some of India's most haunted locations. Along with the reporters from the news channel Aaj Tak, Gaurav and his team agree to go over to a village named Kuldhara, a village just outside Jaisalmer in Rajasthan. Some 300 years ago, 80 members of the village who identified as Paliwal Brahmins disappeared after putting a curse on it. The curse said that nobody would ever be able to set foot on the village land ever again. Ever since the disappearance, the village was abandoned and today remains completely empty with no human settlement. However, members of nearby villages still hear children playing, women singing and markets running that once existed 300 years ago. With Gaurav Tiwari, the Aaj Tak team decided to visit the town and make their way to the town graveyard. In the graveyard, in the 2K meter and other audio wave equipment that Gaurav was carrying, he heard a voice. A voice Gaurav claimed was of someone telling the crew to leave the village and its villagers alone. The voice terrified an experienced investigator like Gaurav to such a great degree that he instantly ended the shoot with Ajtak and everybody left the location as soon as possible. If you listeners have stories similar to Gaurav Tiwari's or experiences that you've had that you cannot explain, write to us at the Desi Crime Podcast at gmail.com and share your experience with us. We are starting a new segment called Chai and Chitti where we will be sharing your experiences with our entire audience. What happened to Gaurav may have happened to you too and we would love to know about that. Things of this nature kept happening to Gaurav. He kept exposing himself to the other world and eventually all of this energy began to have an impact on Gaurav's life. When asked by reporters about the effects of this life on his personal health and well-being, Gaurav had said something that became famous much after he said it. He said, because of his constant contact with spirits and ghosts in his professional life, sometimes negative energies stay back and trouble him in his personal life. But despite all of this, life for Gaurav continues on. His mission of removing the stigma from spirits and proving to the world that they exist keeps going on. In December of 2015, Gaurav gets married to the love of his life, his longtime girlfriend, Arya. Life seems to be going well for him and his family. It's now July in 2016 and Gaurav is living in Dwarka in New Delhi with his wife. The newly, happily married couple were now living together along with Gaurav's parents in their house. But despite their new marriage, fights start between the couple relatively soon. Gaurav's wife Arya doesn't like the fact that he stays out of the house every single night and comes back incredibly late, something Gaurav just had to do for his job. This was one thing he simply couldn't change. 
night was the time the investigations had to happen. Over time, the fights grew and became worse. On the 6th of July 2016, a similar fight took place because Gaurav returned home at 2 in the night after having left his house many hours ago. Despite the fight, Gaurav is tired and so he gets into his bed along with his wife and they both fall asleep. The next morning, on the 7th of July, the house starts to wake up. His wife wakes up, his parents wake up and Gaurav wakes up at around 9. He eats breakfast and starts working on footage from the night before. Sometime between 10 and 12 that morning, Gaurav gets up from his desk and makes his way to his washroom. Five minutes into Gaurav being gone, Arya, Gaurav's wife, hears a loud thud come from the washroom. His wife shouts his name from outside, hoping for a response, but nothing. She tries to open the door to the washroom, but it's locked. She tries her best to break the lock, but she is unable to, so she panics and calls Gaurav's father. His father comes running from the other room and together his father and Arya are able to break open the door. Lying on the floor of the washroom was an unconscious Gaurav. Arya notices on his neck a black line she hadn't seen before. Panicked, the family calls an ambulance which rushes Gaurav to the nearest hospital in Delhi. But upon reaching the hospital, Gaurav is declared dead by the doctors. The reason for his death is determined to be asphyxiation or death by strangulation. The family can't believe it. He was perfectly fine just a few minutes before he entered the washroom. He wasn't unwell. He was perfectly happy. So what could have suddenly happened to him? The cops arrive and after a lengthy investigation where they are unable to find much evidence for any theory, they rule Gaurav's death a suicide. Wait, what? A suicide? He was lying on the floor, not hanging from the ceiling or... That's not what a suicide looks like, unfortunately. Exactly. He wasn't found hanging. There was a black line around his neck but there was no piece of cloth around his neck that he could have used to strangulate himself. And even if there was, it's physically impossible to kill yourself like that. The ruling of the police made no sense to anybody and I truly believe they reached that conclusion because nothing else made sense to them. It was the only way to explain the bizarre death. The family refuse to accept this conclusion to Gaurav's death. They find it incredibly weird that just a few minutes before his, quote, suicide, he was on his computer talking to a magazine editor about having his picture on the cover. He was sending emails back and forth. And then, in the middle of all of this, in the middle of an email, he just walked over to the washroom and killed himself. When the family refuses to accept this verdict, the cops decide to listen to their demands and call Arya over to the police station for questioning. During her questioning, Arya tells the cops that for the last one month, Gaurav had claimed that, quote, negative energies had been troubling him. She told them that ever since he had told her that, 
he had also started behaving very differently. He had started talking less, staying to himself, seeming lost and not seeming happy. Initially, Arya thought that perhaps the long hours of the work and the odd nature of the job had taken a toll on him and that maybe he was going through depression. But over time, Gaurav kept repeating that it was negative energies that were troubling him. He had expressed the exact same feeling to some of his other crew members from the paranormal society too. The police was initially hesitant to believe this story. They tried their best to steer away from using spirits as an explanation for his death, and understandably so. But the family brought up other genuine points like the way his body was found and the lack of a motive for him to kill himself. And truly, the cops were unable to answer these questions. Because the cops couldn't find any suitable explanation, they dabbled with many other seemingly random theories. One of them was the possibility of an extramarital affair with one of his co-workers. They claimed that it was this extramarital affair and the fact that Gaurav was already stuck in a marriage with Arya that made him kill himself. But that doesn't explain why only a few months ago he actually married Arya. He could have ended things with her and married whoever he wanted to. Another theory the cops insinuated was that maybe Arya and Gaurav's father had something to do with his death. They said that Arya found out about his affair with another woman and thus, as revenge in a fit of rage, ended up killing Gaurav in his sleep. After that, the cops claim Gaurav's father helped Arya stage his death and create a story about negative spirits taking his life. However, other than the fight between Gaurav and Arya the night before, the cops have found no proof to back this theory up. Unfortunately, you guys, to me, this theory is the only one that seems plausible from a non-paranormal perspective. But the fact that the cops claim that Gaurav's father actually helped put all of this in place seems implausible to me. In 2016, Shortly after Gaurav's death, a blogger for the Daily O named Deepta Roy wrote an article about how she believed it was the spirits of Bhangar that maybe had something to do with taking away Gaurav's life. She wrote about how every single time she's visited Bhangar, she's felt energies she could not explain and how every time she left the haunted location, she felt like she was taking back some negative energies with her. She speculates perhaps something similar happened to Gaurav. At the end of all of this really long charade about the mysterious death of Gaurav, the cops closed the case by calling it a suicide and unable to explain the reasons that actually led to the suicide. The lack of a motivation and the circumstances which led up to this, quote, suicide, still lead some to speculate that Gaurav actually didn't take his life after all. The case of Gaurav Tiwari may be closed in the police's case files, but it remains open for us and for you, the true crime community, to speculate over. But maybe we have to finally reconcile with the fact that Gaurav Tiwari's death 
may always remain a mystery. Thank you.